Gibson, get that washed up dude out of here, man. He's a backup. That's all. That's all. He's like a backup backup. What jersey is that? Is RJ? Is RJ? It's my RJ Barrett. Oh my god. Nah, nah, it's too soon for that, man. Oh my god. Yo, did you get that in clearance? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm playing. He's been balling, but I gotta see more of that. Let me, yo, his his decision making's gotten better. They're just doing a good job with that. Like he actually is getting a little better, bro. Well, well, Thibodeau, yeah, I said, you see what he did with Julius Randle. Randle's balling. No, Randle's playing over his head. He that's it's not sustainable. He he can't keep doing this. There's no yeah, way. Yeah, he, he, he's not gonna be averaging 28-15, bro. Son, what? How's it <laughs> that's not, not sustainable? We don't have anybody else. We got <laughs> our team is, is deep, but the people the people we're, the, we're running like an eight-nine man rotation right now. You know, but why don't 40 minutes a game? Why don't people understand? Make Randall go right. He, That's, he, it's harder. It's harder than that sounds, bro. That's not that easy. It, it is. It Randall, is but, Randall's very strong, bro. He gets to that left hand whenever he wants. Well, I mean, they got to put some bigger dudes on him. I guess I don't know. We gonna figure. We gonna we gonna take care of him, bro. I ain't really tripping about y'all. We, next Wednesday will be the biggest Knicks Nets matchup that I can remember, which is actually kind of sad. It's more sad for the Knicks fans though, because y'all five and three and over here throwing parades. The hell, We're not throwing parades. <laughs> We just—it's a good time to be a Knicks fan right now. Five or six, we we balling, we balling right now. So, oh man, look, I I told my Knicks fans friends like, yo, I'm I'm actually genuinely happy for y'all that y'all having a little success right now. You know, he's such a liar. He was just talking crap. No, I I was I was I told my Knicks fans, I told my Knicks fan friends this. I'm not even playing. I did. I tell them, look, I'm still gonna talk that. I'm still gonna talk that that stuff. I am, but don't like for real. That's cool. The Knicks are doing pretty well early. I mean, the Nets are going to shut all that down. I'll never be a Knicks fan. I kick Knicks fans when they're down. It's my it's my, my pastime. I love doing that. For, for, yeah, because, because of this. Because of this. Because <laughs> you were in an R.J. Barrett jersey and they have to a 5-3 and three start. <laughs> That's why. Well, this might be the only time he's allowed to wear it. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. Ooh, Ben Simmons. Okay. Ooh, you saw that three-pointer he shot? That was... Yeah, well, the that barely hit the rim. We know, yeah, yo, it can be. It, it, I don't understand. I don't get He's it. Trying. Is he though? He's trying. Is he? I mean, but how? 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 Yo, can you just shoot right-handed, bro? Do we understand you're not lefty. He's not lefty though. That's what I'm saying. No, what we acting is ugly. He's not. He's not a natural lefty. No, man. He's he's just like wants to be different. <laughs> I'm not a natural lefty. I play with my left hand too. But I can shoot unlike him. Or at least you attempt to shoot. <laughs> Speaking of the Knicks and Nets, um, definitely got to make sure that we give give a round of applause to Kyrie, uh, paying nine 
HB non-students there full tuition for HBCU. Um, shout out to him for doing that. Kyrie gets a lot of flack. We talk about a lot of stuff that Kyrie says, but shout out to him for that. We gotta give a round of applause also for. Yep, give it up, give it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotta give a round of applause to all the NBA players and the coaches that spoke up with the injustice that happened to Mr. Blake with people storming uh, the Senate, storm like trying to overthrow the government. Um, all that really shows right now is what we've been saying on this show and what we've been saying for decades before any of us on this show was ever thought about of how there really is two different Americas. And we definitely look forward to that day where there'll actually be equality. But I think within all of this happening, we do see, especially like the Senate change, and we do see that there is some change to come. But we are back. It's a new year, 2021. The Bench Mob is back. Episode 64. We aren't doing season one, season two, season three, season four. We're just going to tell y'all what episode number we on. It's 64. Bench Mob next month, February 15th, on my birthday. That makes a year anniversary for the Bench Mob being around. So shout out to us. Shout out for the consistency. Shout out for being here. Thank you again. For all of our listeners, our subscribers, our viewers on YouTube, everybody, we appreciate y'all and rocking with us as we continue to grow. But I am here today with my homies. We have a full cast today. The big four is in the building. I'm your host, your curator, your moderator, content creator, everything, producer, all of that. Antonio, Mr. Still Not Worried, I got... To the left of me on my screen, I have Greg Hot Take. I'm here for it. Since marriage <laughs> in the building, I got Miles, left-handed smooth operator, Nick's Tate in the building, and we got Ja, the bearded one, a.k.a. Moneybags, a.k.a. I'm about it in the building. How are y'all doing? Happy New Year, fellas. How are y'all feeling today? Feeling great. Happy New Year's, guys. Let's get this go. Let's get this going. Where you're at? Happy New Year, guys. Good man. Can't complain. 2021 is not much different than uh, 2020 yet, but you know we figure it out. Yeah, I think we're gonna figure it out. As y'all can see, um, we already starting off with the fashion hot takes. Miles is rocking the R.J. Barrett throwback Knicks jersey. So. We might have to have a fashion segment on here at some point, especially when we get back to being in person. But where y'all want to start off? We got so much to talk about. Oh. We got the Eagles possibly throwing the game. We got the NFL awards coming up. Wild card weekend is here. We got the NBA. We got the injuries happening. Where do y'all want to start off at? Where, what y'all want to tackle first? We got to talk sure about Greg, Yeah, we got to talk about the Eagles. I'm sure Greg want to talk about yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the play. Let's go in the corner. Hold on. Is there, I have an issue because the way Tone introduced the topic, it was irresponsible. He said they possibly threw the game. Like, there's, there's no – yo, no one watched that game and said, yo, they might be throwing the game. Nah, they threw the game. It's it's no question, no doubt. They a thousand percent threw the game. But you know what? 
I don't care because I don't care about Johnny Benson complaining about it. Hold on, hold on. I'm I, see that's that's the thing. So I know you're gonna I know you're gonna say that too because it's so personal <laughs> at this point. No, I I had no complaints about the Eagles throwing the game. The Giants should have beaten the Eagles back in uh, November when they had a chance when when Evan Ingram drops the football and we have a chance to win that game. All right. So there's no reason why Giants fans should be upset. Matter of fact, Giants fans should be optimistic, looking towards the future. We have a good foundation, but we're in a good spot. The, 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 the moral of the story is not about the Giants. It really isn't. It's about the Eagles. It's about the NFL having a problem with, with, with the drafting system. The fact that you can lose your way into a higher pick causes things like this to happen. They right? should do a lottery. They should definitely do a lottery. And that's what I want to get. That's how I really wanted to get to. Beyond that, it, for it to be so blatant, I, I've never seen – I don't know if you guys have. You guys can tell me too. I have never seen such a clear example of a team tanking a, a singular game in my life. Like, never. Yeah, I mean, I guess the only way it could have been worse is if, if Doug Peterson would have went out to be a quarterback. Right, right. I mean, that was so, – was, it was bad. Right. But, to bench Jalen Hurts, to go with this backup quarterback, Sudfeld. I don't care that he said earlier in the week, I want to see Sudfeld at some point. He, he tried to lay the groundwork for it. All it, right, it, throw him in the first quarter then. Right, right. Throw him in the first quarter then. I think the real the, the minute they realized Jalen Hurts could win that football game because they couldn't stop him from running the football is when they decided, hey, we're going to throw this game. And it was so clear. I mean, even in their last second, the, the last um, t- two-minute drill they had with the, where they were down 14-20 and Sudfeld completes a pass, he doesn't spike the ball. You, when do you ever see someone not spike the ball in that situation? It never happens. You, you want to stop the clock, right? Like it's, yeah. it's insane. Yeah, I think. Well, I think. Well, first of all, with Subfeld, um, they they were trying to make it seem like, first of all, he's been in the league for four years. Like you know what he is, okay? And then like, why would you drive Jalen Hurts if you were still thinking that he's possibly the future? Right. You know. Um, so uh, Doug Peterson needs to stop. He's not, he can't come out and say I threw the game, right? Obviously, but you gotta be better at lying or at least, at least have him start the second half maybe, or, or, or some, something like it's a three point game. Yeah. If that was the case, why did Dylan Hurts play that game at all? You know, like you saw, you saw, um, what he played four games, I guess, something like that. So give Suffield the whole game. Then if you really want to see, you know, like, you know, judge him after one quarter. What if he went? 20 of 20 that quarter. Let's say he's the future now. Like that, that needs to stop it. He definitely threw the game. Um, but the, I mean, the reality is, I, he he probably hates the Giants more than he hates the Redskins, and he wanted to be he wanted to pick at number six instead of number nine, even though he's he might not even be making that pick. Um, uh, you know, because you know, if I was if I was the owner, he gotta go. But the thing is, I don't know if he made that decision. That guy, that had to have been an ownership decision it's, too. Right, it's an ownership decision. It was an and, and but now you just lost the whole locker room. Well, yeah, and that's the, that. See, that's the unintended consequences, though. And Miles, what were you saying? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's good. I was just saying it was a meaningless game to win, too. That's the other thing. It's like, regardless if they threw it or not. I mean, the thing is, they need a better pick. They're not going anywhere anytime soon. So, I mean, I get it. It looks a little fishy because they took out Hurts, but his numbers didn't really warrant him playing that much longer in that game anyways. He was awful. The main thing that should be looked at is why Wentz was a healthy scratch when this is the guy you're paying $30 million and he's not going to be out there for the last game. That still doesn't bother me more than – Well, you can't can't trade an injured quarterback. They're not trying to get him hurt the last week. 
Well, is it what? Is it not clear? Am I the only one? They didn't want to win the game from the very beginning, which is why yeah. he was a healthy scratch, right? I don't think he would have played even if he was healthy because they may have just completely been off the Wentz bandwagon altogether, right? But you're you're mentioning the traffic. I'm happy someone on the call is playing. Someone here is playing devil's advocate. I like this. So I heard another Eagles fan bring this up that you know you know they they wanted their pick. It was it was a meaningless game. Yada yada yada. When you throw a game like that. And it's football. It's not basketball. It's not a non-contact sport. And basketball is a contact sport, but not to the extent that football is. And guys are risking their bodies every single play. When you throw a game like that and not everybody on the same page, it's going to be a problem. Did you guys read the reports that the, that some defensive players had to be restrained from going after Doug Peterson? Yeah. This game? You read that, right? Like, it's this is a problem. Like, it's going to be a thing that lingers into next year, the year after. As long as Doug Peterson is in that organization – as long as they keep the structure the same from the, from the top down, players are never going to forget this moment. It is it is literally unforgettable, man. Like you're you're never so going to. It's, it's crazy because there was so, there was so many ways they could have handled that better. So like, right. you know, first of all, you could have let the team know. Listen, no matter the score, we're, he's playing at some point. So I, I don't know if he I don't know if he did that or not. It's just the timing is weird. It's, he, listen. Um, what's his name? Hertz was he didn't do good at all that game. Yeah, he had two rushing touchdowns, but he was passing. He was trash. So, um, you know, it's not a it's not like a two situation where they benched him because he's kind of playing like nothing. He's not playing terrible, but he's not playing great. So you're playing Fitz, Fitzpatrick. Who the hell is Nate Sudfeld for you to put him in that position to to try to win that game? You know, so no, they could have definitely they definitely mishandled that. Um, they, they weren't even trying to be about it um and like uh, people people throw games all the time like it's it's but if i think if that game didn't mean anything to anybody like for the giants i don't think it would have gotten the publicity that um obviously that it's getting but you got to be smarter than that it's a sunday night game people are watching you know um and you know giants fans are watching uh and the giants players so maybe they didn't care but uh i mean who, what do we know but they just they just they managed to Ruined the, the win situation, the hurt situation, and the whole chemistry situation. So that that's pretty impressive, honestly. Transitioning, though, to some actual winning football, we have the wild card this weekend. We're going to break down, give us our picks on this wild card. I see my man John in the corner. I know his Saints play this weekend. We'll no, start off with playing. the Saints game. Saints game. Bears are at Saints. Um, some of the headlines going behind this, Trubisky, how does he perform? The Saints defense and Drew Brees, is he fully back to health? How do y'all see this game going down? Well, are those guys that didn't play in the last game going to play? Yes, yes, yes. Kamara just tweeted out that see you Sunday, so that's all I need to hear. Okay. That's all you need to know. I don't really trust the Bears at all, one. Like, they got Trubisky. Like, that's all you got to say. Trubisky's the quarterback for the Bears against the Saints. It's an easy call. Um, Greg, you can go. Yeah, yeah, you can go. I mean, I mean, we know what you're about to say, so you know what? Yeah, <laughs> let me go. So, <laughs> the, reality, the reality is that he can be smug right now. He's, I see he's smug, he's smug right now about this, about this game, and he has the right to be for now. What I would yeah. say to you is that, Looking past this game, because the Saints will win the game, I think Trubisky's playing better. It's something to look out for. The Bears might play him a little tougher than people expect them to play, but the Saints are just too good of a team for them to overcome. Um, but I think long-term, if you're looking at the whole playoff picture, the Packers 
got home field. And that means that Drew Brees is going to have to go to the frozen tundra and win there. And guess what Drew Brees is not about to do? Go to the frozen tundra and beat Aaron Rodgers. Yo, this is Aaron Rodgers' year, man. He's going to the – he's going to go to the Super Bowl. I'm telling you, he's my Super Bowl pick. They're going to the Super Bowl. They're beating the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I'm calling it right now. <clears throat> Aaron Rodgers, number two. Okay. <clears throat> so, as the only uh, guy in this uh, chat that has his team in the playoffs, um, I just want to say that I am not overlooking the Bears because I did that with – the Vikings last year. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I'm, I, my expectations, I mean, I don't know much. I can't get hurt the way I've been hurt the last few years. So I'm just, I just want a good game and just a victory. I think we should win. Kamara's going to be back. Tom's going to be back, you know, uh, Marcus Williams on defense. Um, so I, we're going to be pretty much uh, fully, fully equipped. Um, so just, I don't want to bypass the week that week, but just just to answer uh, Greg's uh, point, um, first of all, uh, if if it goes just chalk wise, if it does how it's supposed to go, um, uh, Tampa Bay would be going to Green Bay, um, and Saints I mean, and Seattle would be going to New Orleans. Um, I'm good with think picking the Saints in that game because Seattle doesn't have a defense. Um, and, and again, if it just goes chalk. First of all, Tampa smoked Green Bay earlier, even though that was in Tampa. But I wouldn't really count out the fact that like that's not an easy game for Green Bay at all. Um, but if and just and just to go further than that, if it is Green Bay, New Orleans, you do have to understand that as far as a complete team, this is not the old Saints. We don't need Drew Brees to be good in in, in the tundra. We're a running football team. That's what they do. I mean, that's they're 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 a top five in offensive defense. Green Bay is not, so yes, it just seems like it's going Aaron Rodgers' way. Um, but I would not just understand that if it is New Orleans, Green Bay, uh, it's not gonna be uh this whole notion because Drew Brees in the, in the cold, he don't need to be throwing the ball thirty times a game. Aaron Rodgers does though. He's gonna have to make some. He's gonna make some big throws though, isn't he? Oh yeah, no, he's gonna have to make eight eight throw here and there. Yeah, but I, I listen, I. I think even though the Saints are playing walk-out weekend, there's an easier chance that they're in the NFC title game more than Green Bay just because, you you're, you're, you're talking about the Tampa matchup. The, the Tampa Bay Bucks blitzed the hell out of Aaron Rodgers the first time they played. This is what happened, right? I think they're going to have something for them because their no, no, back yeah, end, yeah. their corners, yo, they mm-hmm. can't cover Devontae. They cannot cover Devontae. Their corners are horrible. Like – Bad, like really, really bad. So, no, they got they got no secondary. That, that, that's why. That's why. But listen, whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen. I would love a rematch with these guys, but just one week at a time. <clears throat> I want to take care of Chicago. I want the funny business. Um, Sean Payton, <clears throat> excuse me. Sean Payton was talking about he wanted to quarantine fifty thousand fans. Yeah, the NFL hates the same, so they didn't allow that. But I, mean, I don't know how realistic that was supposed to be. But whatever, man. Just please, just get this get this win. We're on a two-game losing streak in the playoffs right now. I just need to – but I will say that the hype is not around the Saints. I like that. Um, I don't like being f- uh, favorites because that's usually when things go wrong. So. Speaking of the counterparts, Bucks, I see the Saints winning too. We've talked about it in the chat. I told y'all he ain't got to worry about this wild card weekend. Bucks at Washington. 7-9 Washington football team has a home-filled game. I'm going to go first. I see Washington pulling this out just off the strength of Chase Young, their front line. We know Tom Brady 
Greg knows, Tom Brady struggles against front lines that are able to get him on the run. And we know he can't run. He runs like a 540 in the 40. So if you could put pressure on Tom Brady, he's going to struggle. Those weapons, Antonio Brown, they don't get the ball. Robin County, they're not going to see the ball. I see I'm with Chase Young. I want Tom. I want Tom. I'm with Chase Young. How y'all see this one going? But are the Redskins going to score points, though? Because they're going up against the Bucks too. It's not It's not like the Redskins' defense is just facing Tampa Bay, and that's it. But I, I don't know. I think that you're right. Tom Brady doesn't do well against, like, pressure. But at the same time, they're going up against Alex Smith, who's really a game manager at this point in his career. The most they'll probably score is, like, 10, 13 points in this game because – Tampa Bay's defense isn't as bad as people make them out to be. It's just their secondary is trash. Their linebackers are good. They've got a decent pass rush. Devin White's not playing, though. That's just oh, he's not playing. Okay. No. All right. They're going well, to change things a little bit. But... Alex Smith going to get busy. I'm telling you. Alex Smith going to get busy. He has a calf injury. He's a sitting duck. They're going to blitz him all game. They're going to blitz him all game. They're going to be after him. Like that Aaron Rodgers, like that game they played against Aaron Rodgers earlier this year, isn't going to be that, but uglier. They're going to blitz him all day, bro. And, and and the more I think about it, too, with the Washington, you know, football team, um, they're not the best team in the division. Oh, they were the go. best team in the NFC East. Oh, my they, God. They, they were not. The Giants were the best team in the NFC East oh, unequivocally. Uh, far, yo, far and away, the Giants were the best team in the NFC East and didn't make it to the playoffs. And so they're here, fine. Okay, cool. Have your moment. But they're not beating this Bucks team. They're just not doing it because they don't have the quarterback play on the other side of the football to do it. Their defense is going to be – I think I think Chase will get there a couple – get home a couple times and make some plays. But, no, they're not the you best know, team in the division. They don't even deserve to be there. You know, you know – you know, I just, I just, I was gonna start off by saying that um, I would love for the Redskins to upset the Bucks for many reasons, but I'm, uh, but and now I want to switch to the fact that I love how Greg had to throw the Giants into a conversation that they're not a part of. They are a part of the conversation. Absolutely they, not. We are talking they, about teams. We are talking, about, playoff. We are talking the, about playoff teams. The, the Giants, the Giants were in the presence of the playoffs. They were right there, and they beat they literally the best divisional record out of all these teams, and they didn't make Bucks the playoffs. You know, like you they know, deserve to be there. You know, they were six and yeah, yeah, they, they were six and ten. <laughs> they, they don't deserve it. But hold neither on, is the football team. You're right, but they, but they, they, but they got it. But I, I have a question. Just trying to figure out if the topic is playoff teams and almost playoff teams. No, we're talking about playoff teams. That's it. So, but having said that. The Redskins are not going to win the game just because there's no way the NFL is going to allow that to happen. They ain't trying to see Alex Smith in the second round. Um, even though the, that Chase Young is going to get, get, get busy, uh, I don't care what they say. Unless they double-team him all game, they, they better because he's going to tear apart uh, the rookie, Worfs, and uh, I forgot the uh, other guy's name, left tackle. But, yeah, so he's going to get busy. Um, uh, you know, people just do have to understand that, like I said, that's, that's his personality. Like, you know, what this whole bulletin material, Tom Brady. Okay. Like I said, uh, you know, well, he doesn't need motivation to beat the Redskins, but, um, they, I don't think they're going to score enough. That's just the reality. I mean, if, if they can get time, they will destroy that secondary, even though Alex Smith is a game manager, you know, McLaurin can get, he, he can do work. So I, I will see, but I, I don't think they score 10 or 13 points. I probably would. 
you know, I would probably give them 20 just to give them a chance to win the game because they're not winning a 2-0 safety game, right? That's probably not going to happen. So, um, so I would probably just say it, it's going to be closer than people think. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, um, but for many reasons, there's no way the NFL does that. Um, but And also, I just don't think they're as good to beat the Bucs. Um, but it was nice. And listen, they made the playoffs, right? Some, I don't know, like something. Oh, Staying in the AFC, Colts 11-5 and after 13-3 and Bills, with many people believing that they have an MVP candidate in Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, both up there for MVP candidates. They balled out. Um, Stefan Diggs ends off the year, leading the league in receptions with 127. Cole Beasley is up in the air as an injury right now. He might play, might not play. Biggest matchup is this Colts defense, which was top five pretty much all year, going against Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. How do y'all see this game panning out? I see it being not as close as it would appear. Like the Colts aren't that bad, but Josh Allen is just. He's hot right now. I don't. I haven't seen a defense that has really kept him in check since that first Patriots game, and I don't see the Colts being one of those teams because they're just. He's a he's a problem on on the field. He he can rush. We know that his arm is a cannon. Hopefully, Cole Beasley plays, but Diggs has been a problem for teams all year this year. So I don't I don't know. I just think that. This Bills team is the second best team in the playoffs right now behind the Chiefs. I don't know if I'm I'm Greg right now with the hot takes, but that that's my opinion. That they're just better than all these other teams. The only team they really have to contend with is the Chiefs at this point. So we'll see. Hopefully no in-game injuries happen, but I think the Bills win by at least seven. MVP, Josh Allen. I mean, no, he's not, he's not, he's not gonna get it, but no, but I did say he was going to be in the, in the conversation with Greg's a hate on Josh Allen. But so, so. What? You still, the man's in the top wanna, three. Do you want to take back that take that by this time next year, Sam Darnold is going to be better than – Oh, yeah, um, we, yeah. All right, all right, we can take that back. I never said that. I said that Daniel Jones will be better than – Oh, okay. Than Daniel, Jones will be, Daniel Jones will be considered a better quarterback than Josh Allen by this time next year. I'm sticking with it. You still standing yeah. with that? Oh, my sure. God. Because so we're about to get Daniel Jones' weapons, too. Hold on, Daniel Jones had wait. the hardest schedule of any of any quarterback in the NFL, by the way, with the with some of the worst weapons. Okay, but, hold on. But, just give him, give, him, give him the time. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Just to be clear, just understand what we're saying, right? Just this, we, You're getting one more chance to take it back. So, back. so what we're saying is that means – Daniel Jones is going to finish basically third in MVP voting next year. Uh, no, that's not exactly how it has to play out. How to play yes, out it is, does. No, no, that's not true because if Josh Allen takes a step back next year, then and Daniel Jones has a very good year, there's, that's still that's still another way that people can consider Daniel Jones to be a better quarterback. But, but okay, yes. but that's what, but that's that's a one way, that's one way of looking at it. So now this is the thing. So, but we're saying is he going to be as good as Josh Allen is right now? Not next year. We're talking about right now. Right, right, right. This very moment. No, at his at his peak. No, we do we doing it side by side. Next year, Daniel Jones will be considered the better quarterback. That's what I said. I ain't saying nothing about reaching no MVP status. Cause I think that next year Daniel Jones will be the top five quarterback in the NFC. That's what I truly believe. The NFC. So, Aaron, Tom, Drew, 
right? If Drew's still alive, no, Drew's gonna retire. If, Drew, yeah, if Drew's yeah. not on a walker by then, then and and then you got J- Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones, and so I think Daniel Jones will be a top five quarterback. In and I think Daniel Jones, Dak Prescott, Dak's gonna be up there, right? We'll we'll put up there. Daniel Jones will be a top four to five quarterback in the NFC. Josh Allen will take a step back next year. I think, and, and by the way, I think the Colts are winning this game. I don't think that I don't what? think the Colts are winning this game. By the way, I don't. I See, do not. Now you know. Oh, oh my God, Skip. You all right? All right. No, I don't. I don't. And it's, and it's not because I hate Josh Allen. I don't hate Josh Allen. There's no. I, there is nothing that can indicate that the Colts is winning this game. What do you mean? The, the coach, the coach run games come to life the last couple of weeks with Jonathan Taylor. He's really coming to his own. They've got okay. really good wide receiver play with T.Y. Hilton, Michael Pittman Jr. They're the rookie out of USC. Oh, yeah, Michael player. Pittman. I've heard his name two times all year. Okay, first no. time yeah, he can ball. Okay, you can hear ball. You can hear it a lot. You can hear it a lot on Sunday. I promise you that. And okay. then, and, and, and then you have you have Philip Rivers, who is a seasoned vet. And you know what, man? Yo, yeah. Philip Rivers is his time. Like it's his time. Okay. He's not. He's not going yeah, to turn. He's, he's not going to turn the ball over. Yeah, yeah. First of all, he's talking about Drew Brees on a walker. Phil Rivers is no, no, no. Phil is, Rivers is, is in the right retirement now, home. Oh, oh, right now, Phil Rivers is a better quarterback than Drew Brees. Right now, head to head, t- tip for tat. Phil you would take Phil Rivers over Drew Brees right now? Yes. Are you kidding? That's why, that's why. That's why you're stuck with Daniel Jones. No. Right, yo. I'm right at this very moment. Drew Brees coming off an injury. Last time we seen him play, it was not sweet. It did not look. Phil Rivers is a walking pick six, man. What are you talking about? Nah, Phil Rivers is gonna protect the football. He's a seasoned veteran in the NFL, just like Drew Brees is. He's gonna go out there, call a good game. They're gonna run the ball a ton. They're gonna play action off the run, and their defense is gonna make it difficult. They play man to man. They're gonna make Josh Allen throw into tight windows, and he's gonna struggle. Who's guarding Stephon? Diggs? Who's guarding Stephon Diggs on the Colts? By the way, they're gonna stack. They're gonna stack it. They're gonna. They're gonna have to double him over the top. Obviously, you can't. No one can cover Stephon Diggs. But other than but other than that, yo, they're gonna do a really good job against them. I see the Colts winning by a field goal. Colts, uh, Bills are winning by ten plus. Okay, okay, that, that, that's definitely not right. Okay. <laughs> that's a bad betters line. The, whatever the line is in Vegas is not ten points. I promise. It's you not. It's not. They're not favored by ten plus. But the highest the highest favorite is the Saints by nine. I'm telling you, they're winning by double digits because the the, the, the Bills are going to send a message to people like you. And 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 move on to whoever the hell they're playing next. Uh, freaking uh, Ravens, I think maybe. Those kind Yo, of accuracy think, issues. Don't thinking start. about it, like we might have to go back, John. When he made that hot take, isn't Josh Allen like fourteen touchdowns and one interception since Greg said? Well, yeah. Said? Well, I was I was I was gonna say from the when when Greg mentioned of how he thought Josh Allen wasn't as good as people were making it seem like. I'm pretty sure. He's almost had maybe better numbers than anybody in the league, except for Aaron Rodgers. I, I think but, so. but you know what it is? You know okay. what it is? Short-term memory, that's what it is. It's not no short-term memory. Yo, Josh Allen's having a great year. He seems to have made a, a large improvement in his game. Like, that's definitely true. I, I don't, I'm not denying that. I'm not here to deny that. What I'm here to tell you is, is that in the playoffs, things get things are different. Of in course, every sport, things are different. Okay, we're gonna see how accurate he is. You're gonna see if this is fool's goal or not. Because, and I think he's have a good game, by the way. I don't think he'll play bad. Like, I think he'll play pretty well, but he's gonna lose. Just don't think because he's gonna win. He's not gonna win. He's gonna miss the critical big throw in the game. Just watch. I'm gonna be waiting. It's gonna happen. He's gonna miss the big. He's gonna sail over Cole Beasley's head on third and five, and they're gonna need it, and they're not gonna get it, and they're gonna lose. No, like he's three, not gonna do points. that. He's gonna run for the first down for seven yards yeah, and actually hit somebody. Not like Daniel Jones holding up his hamstring. And Dar- the Dar- ball. Darius, Darius Leonard. First, by the way, Daniel Jones had had two turnovers second half of the year. 
He had a great second half of the year with ball protection. He did a great job. Yeah, he barely so, played. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm just playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's, he know what he's talking about. You see? I'll play. I'll play. But now he did. Speaking oh, of man. quarterbacks uh, where we consider and is it fool's gold or not, the Browns for the first time in I don't know how long are in the playoffs. 17 years. They have a third. Yeah, 17 years. They have a third matchup of the season with the Steelers who they rested all their starters. That's the reason why the Browns won last week. How do y'all see this game going? I'm of the belief the Steelers are going to win. Um, I think it's a huge thing. People aren't really mentioning it. Um, Stefanski testing positive for COVID, him not actually being able to be there to coach the game, I think is going to play a big part in whether or not they win this game. I see the Steelers pulling us out. I hate the Steelers, man. Yeah, I, I think the Browns are going to take this one. I don't know. I, the Steelers have been god awful since they started off. What eleven and 0 Eleven and zero. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're one in one and four in the last five games. Not really the, the ending to the season that they thought they had. So I don't know. I think the Browns they're not as good as people make them seem, and they're not as good as this record. But I think they're a little better than the Steelers right now. Like Ben Roethlisberger hasn't given any any hope for a Steelers fan that he can do anything as far as leading them past some of these teams. Like he's looked awful against who the Redskins they lost to, looked bad against the Bills, a team they might have to play. And Baker's kind of second half of the season, he's had a couple games where he's kind of flexed on them for a little bit. So I know that this team's mainly built on the run game and I think they'll try to slow it down a little bit and ride Nick Chubb, maybe Kareem Hunt touches it a little bit this game, but I, I think they have the better quarterback in this game, the Browns. Oh, and I think they'll win by let's say six points. Something that you mentioned that was very true. Steelers wide receivers led the league and dropped passes. So that's definitely something to watch out for this uh, this game. A lot of TikTok dancing and drop passes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I delete his account, man. First of all, I think that, like, so I, I believe um, – I would love for the Browns to win this game. Um, I just – I just think that you know the coach thing is a big a big factor. You need, I mean, your coach is important, obviously. The guy that's going to be calling the plays, I forgot his name. But I don't think he's ever called plays in his life, and that's just a job that like is a little bit, um, uh, you know, undervalued of actually knowing how to call a play, when to call a play, and stuff like that. So, I'm not sure how they're going to do that, but it really should be no secret. It's got to be a like seven, you know, a heavy dose of the run. I mean, I, it, it, they, got, they cannot go away from that. They, if they get away from that, or if they get down, it's, it can get ugly. Because you know, Pittsburgh is a very weird team to read. I, I would definitely, you would think that the Browns are going to win the game because they're coming in hot, um, and, and the Steelers are just all over the place. But playoffs are a different ball game. Um, I hopefully Baker does not choke. Um, and I just think that you know, it's. Uh, like I said, they should they should win. Um, I, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh winning a close game, probably by three. Um, I hope I'm wrong because um, I just can't stand anything Pittsburgh related. But um, so but we'll see. But you know, but but Big Ben he he can't be throwing the ball fifty times either. I don't know what I don't know I don't know what Mike Tomlin is doing because you you got James Conner. I know he maybe not 100 percent like he was, but for God's sakes. The, he, 
Big Ben's coming off a freaking elbow surgery. Like, why is he throwing the ball that many times? I mean, that's just not – I don't know. But teach their own. I think Pittsburgh wins by three, though. Greg? Yeah, I think Pittsburgh is by Pittsburgh wins by ten points in this game. Uh, Pittsburgh owns the Browns. I don't, I don't, you know, with the with the hurdle of you losing your head coach going into a playoff game, your first time your QB, it's the first time your QB's been in the playoffs. Um, I don't see how they win this game. Um, they've got the the rash of COVID going in throughout the locker room. It'd be really impressive if the Browns could overcome this, and it'd be a really good sign for them moving forward as an organization. But just them getting here is a win, man. They should they should take the wins while they're ahead because I don't see them beating the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, the Steelers will have their day. Like they're gonna they're, the season's gonna end, but it won't be on Sunday. Next game we got Rams ten and six at Seattle. The Seahawks twelve and four. They split the season matchup. Um, Rams defense has been top ten all season. Seattle defense has been the bottom ten all season. How do you see this game going out? Do you see Wilson being able to play well against this Rams defense and get a win? Or is it the Rams defense getting this one out? I've been playing ugly football for the last couple of weeks, especially offensively. Uh, it makes it hard to pick them, you know. And, and I think the only – this game actually really – this is a game I'd stay away from. Like, if you're a better, I, I would stay away from this game because the Rams don't know who they're going to start a quarterback. McVay won't commit to Jared Goff, even if he's healthy, which is weird. Um, then there's a red flag. And then Russell Wilson doesn't play well. I think because of the uncertainty at the quarterback position that the Rams have, I would I would pick the Rams, but I'm going to pick the Seahawks because of the, the uncertainty they have at the quarterback position. I don't like the DK Metcalf matchup versus, uh, versus Jalen Ramsey. We already know what Jalen Ramsey does. I saw a crazy PFF stat that he's only allowed – I think 20 yards a game on average, Jalen Ramsey, he's amazing. So I, and you know, DK Metcalf, like I said before, isn't like a finesse route runner. So it's just kind of like, it's just difficult for him to get, get, get open against a guy like who's just big as strong as Jalen is and as technically sound as he is. So, yeah, man, I, I, I think, I think that the, the Seahawks pulled this out to go to lock it, go to the other guys, Carson, uh, get the ball running on the ground there, but um, it's going to be tough. It's going to be, it's going to be a tough game. I think they win by three. Can Seattle have fans out there? I wonder if that's. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. No. I mean, I'm rocking with the Seahawks mainly because of the QB factor. You don't know what's going on with golf. And I don't even know the guy's name who played in week 17 for the Rams. Wa- Wofford, I think. Wofford, yeah. yeah. There it is. That doesn't really give me any confidence that my team's going to win if he's the quarterback. <laughs> but uh, Russ, I mean, what can you say about him? He's always been that guy that leads this team to the playoffs, makes them either go on a, a crazy run, plays crazy in the playoffs. He should have two Super Bowls, if not for you-know-who, but we're not going to talk about that. But I, I just like the Seahawks. I think that they're ending the season on, on a four-game winning streak. They're playing a little better. Defense has picked up a little bit. Uh, the only thing is if Jamal Adams gets to play on Saturday because I saw he's a little nicked up, that could be a big factor because they don't really have a pass rush and he's been their best pass rusher. So <laughs> as far as this game goes, if Goff isn't playing, the goal should be to put as much pressure on Wofford as possible. And even if Goff plays, blitz him. Like he's banged up. His thumb is messed up. That's everything a quarterback needs you the thumb is basically the most important part we saw with Drew Brees you can't 
play with a broken thumb, torn ligament. So we'll see what happens. But I think that the Seahawks got this one. Um, so, um, yeah, I make this short and simple. Uh, golf doesn't play Seattle wins. Uh, and if he, and if he does play, um, Seattle wins, uh, it's just what it is. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's really, I don't, I don't really have much to say about it. You guys said it, most of it. I mean, the reality is when you play the Rams, uh, even though I think Cooper Cup is going is to play, you, you just have to guard the bootleg. Um, they run that. 40,000 times a game. I can't believe how many times they run that play. Um, just guard that. I'm not afraid of the run game. Just, you know, uh, you can guard up on cup. Russell Wilson, don't turn the ball over. Um, and, uh, you know, just, I mean, but the reality is, I don't, like I said, even if the reality is golf is probably not going to play. And if he does, you, he's hurt. So, like you said, blitz him. And, and and they might do some even some dirty stuff in there. I don't know. Just just step step on his thumb. I don't know what they're gonna do out there, but it's not looking good for them. So congratulations. You made the playoffs. See you next year. If Seattle doesn't if Seattle doesn't stop the run, that game could get tricky though. They gotta stop the run. True, true. I I'm saying I'm not I don't fear like the Rams run game. But but but, mm. but but with that being said, they are professional athletes and you, when you have a bad defense, you probably can get gutted. So yeah. um you know, so we'll see, but I, I think Seattle uh, should get that taken care of. Speaking of the run game, the last game on the wild card weekend, we have Ravens at eleven and five, Titans at eleven and five. Both teams love to run the game, run the ball. The Titans are the number one overall rushing team. Um, no, Baltimore is the overall number one rushing team, and the Titans have the overall number one rusher and Derrick Henry, who actually eclipsed the two thousand yard mark this season. Huge game last week. Um, we had a poll up. A lot of people didn't think he was going to get the 230 yards that he needed. He got it basically within that first three quarters, which was absolutely bananas. How do y'all see this game panning out? This might be the, the toughest game maybe out of the wild card weekend since they both play pretty much the exact same way. I think that if anybody has a lot of pressure riding on a playoff game, it's Lamar Jackson because he's 0-2 in his first two playoff games. Last year, he had that great season, came out, and I think he lost to the same exact team, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and also Titans, the divisional playoff. So, he's got a lot to prove. People don't really – they don't fear him as a passer right now. He's he's mainly a dual threat, which is not a bad thing. I think that in this game, it's, like you said, the battle of the run game, who's it better. And I think that the Ravens are going to pull it out just because they have the better defense – I see Lamar having a better game than he's had previously in the playoffs. And let me see. I'm going to predict at least 150 yards rushing from him Oof. in this game. At least. Because I don't, I don't really see him throwing it too much downfield because, I mean, the Titans, mm. they're not terrible against the pass. But we'll see. I mean, the Titans have been riding Derrick Henry all year this year. And that's the only factor that I think that could really defeat the Ravens. You just run it and control the clock, and it's a low-scoring game. That's how, how you win this game. It's two teams that run the ball a lot. So, so, so Ravens win by at least six. I think, I think the Ravens win. 
as well. They, um, because um, it'll be. Ter- I don't care how good Lamar plays; he can't lose again to the same. Well, to the same team and be zero and three. He and you know he's trying to get paid and stuff like that. He's got to at least win this game. Um, I think that uh, I think he does show up though. Um, I think also you have to factor in that. You know, you know, it's. I mean, the Titans. First of all, the Titans' defense is just um, atrocious. Um, but you know, it's not as simple as just stopping Derrick Henry because um, they got AJ Brown on the outside and Corey Davis. Uh, so I mean, it's you know, and Tannehill actually balled out this year. I mean, obviously, when you put in 18 men in the box, it's a little bit easier to throw down field. But um, I do think that you know they're gonna have to stop that. He can't get 200 yards. Uh, that's just that can't happen. Um, but I, I don't. I just I think that. Um, you know, now that they're the favorites to win the game and stuff like that, I think the, now the pressure's on them. Because, you know, they were riding high last year. Didn't, ain't nobody expect them to win a game. So, uh, I think Lamar now, that no one's talking about him at all. Uh, I think he's going to play. I think he's going to play with, very good with no pressure. Uh, he's going to have to learn how to play with pressure. But just for talking about this game, I think he balls out. I think Hollywood Brown has a good game. Um, you know, they're going to focus on him running the ball. So, I don't think he's getting 150 yards rushing, at least. I mean, I, I would think he's getting 100 because at least to win the game. But to get well, at least 150, is a, it might be a little bit tough. I think he gets like, you know, 220 maybe passing, 100 yards rushing. Um, but I think they win the game um, and, they, and then he gets that monkey off his back. Ravens are going to – I think Ravens are rolling in this game. Um, I'm looking at the stats right now as you guys are talking. Titans defense has been really bad. They had that big game. They allowed 40 points to the Browns, and they lost that game in the first half. Last weekend playing the Texans, they came up, I think, an ex- easily over 30 points in that game and barely won. The ball literally ricocheted off the upright. If they gave the ball back to Deshaun, they lose that game. Um, I think that Lamar's going to run all over the field. Uh, he's going to take some deep shots down the field. They're going to set up the run game. Their defense is just really bad this year. Uh, Clowney, has Clowney even recorded a sack this season? I, I was able to find that in the meantime. I'm not sure if he even got a sack. And I, no, so, no, he recorded a paycheck, though. Well, yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, the one, was it the one-year deal he got? But And thank God they gave him the one-year deal. Um, I think the loss of Logan Ryan, who is now a New York Giant, um, is a big loss for them in their defensive backfield. I, I really do. He's, he's a great player. I, I, I love it. I love it. I'm so happy they lost him. But um, – yeah, no, I, I just don't see how they can overcome their defensive deficiencies in this game. I think the Ravens have Marcus Peters. They have Marlon Humphrey. They have uh, Judon rushing the passer. They have more proven commodities on defense. The Ravens have their warts on defense, too, and it's going to come back to bite them in the playoffs. But I think the Ravens are going to win this game by a touchdown. That's the playoffs. We'll definitely be back to talk about next week and seeing how these games go. Uh, we've had some hot takes. we got to see how you know, Greg's stuff pans out yeah, this yeah, week and next Greg's season. His own show, honestly. He wants his own show called Hot Takes. He's going <laughs> to make his podcast. He's going to leave us behind. <laughs> no, he just wants his, he, he just wants his own show called, uh, you know, Giants and Me. <laughs> I, I, could, I could dead run a Giants podcast tomorrow. But in all seriousness, the reality of it is, is that these aren't hot takes, man. The, the, the Josh Allen thing is y'all are buying into the hype a little too soon, man. Playoffs is different. Everybody everybody get a little bit tighter in the playoffs. It's not as loose. You out here just running around, throwing the ball around the field. It's not going to be like that in the playoffs. And they're playing a very good team. In the, the Colts are a very good football team. 
Don't talk about no squad. You know, I would love, I would love for Daniel Jones to, you know, one day actually experience the playoffs. Maybe, possibly, it if, almost happened this year. You it know, almost, if, well, as a matter of fact, the game the Giants played this last Sunday was a playoff game. It was a playoff game. About, the Giants we're, we're needed about, to win. We're talking about actual playoff games, but what I'm saying is, whenever that that fantasy does actually come to fruition, next year, I would like to, I would, I would like to, I would like to see how he performs because you know, be great. Okay, it'll be great. He's accurate with the football. He's taking care of the football. He's gonna have more weapons next year. I think they're gonna, they're gonna draft a wide receiver. We're gonna get a guy like Curtis Samuel, who's on the Panthers now. I like him a lot. I think we're gonna target him in free agency. Hopefully, we can get a guy like Kenny Galladay or maybe Allen Robinson, right? But you know. Twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. The Giants are going to have a new quarterback. We'll go ahead. Oh, no, that's that's a hot take. You're talking about me being a hot take. That's a hot take. The Giants. Look, the only way the Giants have a new quarterback in twenty twenty two is if the Giants trade for Deshaun Watson, who is currently not happy with the Texans because they um, didn't interview well, Eric Bieniemy. If so, if you want to trade that, if you, I am listen, I am here for it. You want to trade? You want to trade uh, the house and Daniel Jones for Deshaun Watson? I'm here for it. Do it tonight. Do it tonight. But other than that, Daniel Jones will be the quarterback of the New York Giants. And I don't think they're trading for uh, my guy, Deshaun, who it will be on the market, it looks like. Yeah, no, he, should go, he, he needs to go to New Orleans and stop playing. Th- that's just not happening. He's living these pipe dreams. Look, man. What? How is that not happening? This, 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 this run's coming to an end. This run's coming into an end. You have a nice little system with Sean Payton and everything like that. But, hey, man, you want to run Taysom Hill out there since he's so great. I just want to say real quick before we talk about whatever we're going to talk about next, if, if you are a quarterback, a coach, or anything that exists in, ever in life, you're not going to say, I will not go to the Giants situation over the Saints. The Saints have everything you need, literally, uh, and they just need a future quarterback. So. Giants are right there. Giants are right there. Oh, my there. God. We're pieces away. We're pieces away. They're so close. It's 6 and 10 since so far. They're so, you, can't be, they're so, you cannot be their defense. Their defense – is has a, a really great foundation. We have a we have a very strong D line. We need to get some edge rushers. We need to get a, a one a, a one corner. We need to get an opposite corner go opposite of James Bradbury, mm-hmm. and we need a wide receiver. That's mm-hmm. it. You know, edge rusher, you know, you named corner, yeah. wide receiver. That's it. The Giants are a playoff team and viable. So are That's you, it. Are you are, are, now? Are you are you gonna get Evan Ingram some hands, or is that not gonna? You gotta get on the drugs machine all this. You gotta, you gotta get on the drugs machine this summer. But mm-hmm. the Giants are gonna be in a position where they're gonna be able to compete next year. They're gonna be a, they're gonna be a very good. Yeah, team that next division year. doesn't count. No, Wait. no. Well, the Giants are already the best team in the division, so we don't gotta talk about that. Right. We're talking about the division. We're talking about Yo, the that, NFC. Just, the Giants uh, are gonna be a very good team. Uh, Dak is gonna be healthy next year when he plays the the Cowboys. Ain't nobody scared. Ain't nobody scared of Dak, and the Cowboys ain't better than the Giants when Dak healthy. Ain't nobody scared of Dak or the Cowboys. They ain't got no defense. That in matter of fact. They're worse off than we are. The Cowboys are worse off than we are. We are the best team in the division with the best, with the brightest outlook. I'm saying it right now. You people will say it's a hot take. It's not a hot take. The Giants will be a contending team in the NFC next year. And it's not me being a fan. I'm taking my I'm so serious. They are right there. They're not far. Just wait. Well, we, the Giants win 10 games. Seven and nine. Seven and oh nine. My God. Uh, transition. Um, <laughs> um NFL awards, you know, they're going to be happening. We're going to break it down on the show. Who is y'all offensive and defensive rookies of the year so far? For me, I'm going with Justin Jefferson and Chase Young. All right. Well, I like the Chase Young, but you know that Justin Jefferson is not going to get it. I mean, oh, no, yeah. They're going to give it to Herbert, of course. It's the quarterback award at this point. There's not much, unless Justin Jefferson got like 1,800 yards. There's not much he could have done to beat Herbert. He got 30 touchdowns, started 
for most of the season looked pretty good actually. And I mean, that's that with the uh, offensive rookie of the year award. Look, Herbert's probably going to be one of the better quarterbacks in this league. Next year might be a top 10 quarterback, honestly, but I don't know if he deserves the award. Like I want Justin Jefferson to win it because I think it's a lot harder to come into the league and really go off the way he's done. And he's some games, even against the saints, they put Marshawn Lattimore on him. Like what, what are you, when are you doing that on a rookie, honestly? So I wish Justin Jefferson would get it, but they're going to give it to Herbert. And like you said, Chase Young, I mean, he's always been the best option. He's been double teamed a lot this year and still got like seven and a half sacks. What he had a, a touchdown recovery the other week. I mean, he's been the best option in this draft. He would have gone Young. number one. If, 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 uh, my bad for cutting you off. If the, no, you good. If the Bengals had any other option at quarterback, he would have been the top pick. Jace Young is without a doubt. I mean, they should just not even talk about that. He's rookie of the year defensively, but offensively, I was torn, you know, with it. Uh, The thing is, like, you know, listen, as an LSU guy, uh, Justin Jefferson's my guy. He balled out crazy. Um, Really wish he went anywhere but Minnesota, but that's fine. Um, So he definitely balled out. The thing is, so it's definitely, especially as a rookie, it's definitely easy, I think, personally it's easier to perform as a receiver than as a quarterback there's way too much you have to um process you know reading defenses and all that stuff um you know obviously again it's, it's not that it's easy to be a receiver but it's easier um and you know he got thrown into the fire herbert he did not um you know uh he wasn't supposed to be the starter obviously um because uh he played he played from week one right or, yeah, he played from week Two, I think. I was gonna say no. He didn't play week one, right? So he didn't even play a full season, um, you know. And, and he just balled out, and he balled out in prime time games against the Saints. I remember. Um, and uh, you know, he's just he just looks the part, man. Like, and again, you know, as a receiver, you have to also understand. Uh, you know, he also had Adam Thielen on the other side, so you know, it opened up like he wasn't even have nobody on the team, and they also had Davin Cook, so they had some they had some things to be fearful as far as defenses. So, you know, now people know about him. And, and listen, I, I knew about him. I know he was, he was going to be nice, but he, you know, listen, he balled out, but just if, if Herbert would have just maybe had like 10 less touchdowns, maybe you, you got to give it to this guy. He, had, he just was out of control. I mean, he just looks like he's been in the league for five years and that's kind of crazy. And, and I mean, honestly, so is Jefferson, but just because of the position, I know it's a little biased, but you got to give it to the quarterback um, because the way how he did it and the performances he put up. Herbert and Chase Young are my picks for this. And and uh, that's a Herbert, excuse me. Wow. Are we talking so much about Herbert? No, excuse me. Jay Jettas, Justin Jefferson is my pick. Wow. That was a brain fart there. Yeah, he's my, he's my pick. Um, I, he's the best rookie wide receiver I've seen since Odell. Like, he's, he's just that good, and I, I wouldn't think twice about it. I know Herbert's going to win, probably why I said Herbert. I know he's probably going to win because it is a quarterback award, you guys are saying. But if, you know, if this is done impartially and done the fit the right way and just looking at the best pure talent, um, Justin Jefferson should, should win the award for Offensive Rookie of the Year. Chase Young is, without a doubt, the Rookie of the Year for the defensive side of the ball. But, you know. Yeah. 
we all agree on Chase Young. That's definitely going to be a problem in the whole NFC, NFL for years to come. Well, that's a show. That's a wrap, Jack, as they would say. That's a wrap. It's another episode, another installment of the Benchmark Podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow. Make sure you share. Make sure you tell everybody about it. Tag a friend. As you see, bench mob gear. Make sure you hit us up to get your bench mob gear right now before everything is sold out and whatnot. So make sure you get your gear for sure. But if you stay ready, you don't got to get ready. Bench mob, we out. Peace. Peace.